we weren't trying to harmonize or even be in key. Booker sang great. I really wasn't paying attention to how I was singing. I, I was more concerned with the dialogue of the toast, to be honest with you. But uh, anyway, that's up there on uh, WBEN. And uh, basically, today's show uh, is just an example of, uh, well, at least the first part of it anyway, just an example of something that happened in real life out there in the real world. And I, just, I brought it into work with me. And thanks to you guys, I uh, was able to to make it work. It was just a chance encounter at a drugstore. And uh, thanks for, for all your participation. But right now on News Radio 930 WBEN, um, we need to spend some time talking about the war on natural gas with somebody who has been on top of it. And again, uh, we're going to bring back Erie County legislator and owner of Collision Masters, Frank. Tadaro. See, I know all you collision guys, your buddy Jeff Bucciarelli, you, I mean, I could read the whole list, but you uh, you have like a special little club, don't you? Yeah, we do have a club. That's right. We call each other and, uh, you know, pretty much uh, crying each other's shoulders, trying to figure out how to keep, keep our industry afloat here in western New York. Well, uh, I've known Jeff longer than I'd care to admit, Frank. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, natural <laughs> gas. Yeah, he, he is. He is. And, and so are you. And, and Frank, when, um, you know, the energy crisis hit in the 1970s, the Arab oil embargo happened. The United States of America was hot on the trail of something we had in this country. And by the way, something that was also good for the environment. And for years now, we've been hearing about we've been hearing about clean burning, energy efficient, natural gas. And suddenly in the past month, Frank, we find out that natural gas has become the enemy. So I ask you, WTAF. W, oh gosh. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> What's the actual? It would be the first part of that. Yeah. We're, we're going to keep this show, uh, yeah, we're going to keep this show uh, family oriented because I, do, I definitely would love to unload on this one. But what the actual so, fuel was where I was going with that, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just so we all know. So this one here, another downstate push that just shakes, I got to shake my head. We just literally went through another iconic blizzard here in in Western New York. Over 40 people, their lives have been lost, okay? And if it wasn't for natural gas, I can say that would be in the hundreds. Death by cold, just freezing death. I'd say well over 1,000. Would you consider the number of people who froze to death inside their own homes, Frank, and the number of elderly people we have here, I've got to believe it would be four figures, that death toll. You're you're probably right. I just want to be a little cautious on that because I don't like to overindulge. But, you know, back, back to, you know, what's going on here is, you know, city of Buffalo alone, four and a half days without electric. I've had many, many landlords get phone calls from their tenants that, what do I do? I I have no power. So simply, you have a gas stove. You got to survive. That's what you got to do. I mean, if you had to break your furniture and start a fire, you do what you got to do. You got to survive. And you want to cut, you want to cut off that life, that lifeline of natural gas. I mean, uh, generators run on natural gas at 
a lot of these commercial buildings. I, I don't understand what, what is going on. I really think there's a bigger picture here that uh, our governor is taking our eye off the ball here. Now we're fighting about natural gas. I mean, they want to get, they want to ban gas, net propane grills. They want to ban wood burning as a fuel for most homes in our rural areas. I know uh, many friends in Chautauqua on the outer lying of Erie County. That's how they heat their homes. That's how they protect what they own. Indeed. And the, pro- and the propane comes into play because not everybody is on a natural gas line. So propane is an alternative for heating their homes. That's correct. They have a large uh, few hundred gallon tank outside their home that has to be filled as much as they use it. And uh, you want to you cut that out. Give, why don't you give us an answer of your plan instead of just saying, we want to make our environment safer for the future generations. What is the plan? There is no plan. They want, they want to talk about the electric grid. Our grid right now is teetering. It, we're going to have scheduled rolling blackouts if they want to continue, like, uh, like the downstate friends in California. I don't know what it is with California. It's as if, as if they want to uh, be uh, known as the, the new California. I, I just don't understand what is going on. Well, I, I don't either because, again, I mean, I, having been a, a teenager, I believe it was anyway, during the oil embargo, I remember the hunt for alternative fuels and the push toward natural gas as an option to being controlled by overseas and hostile nations. So at what point, Frank, did, did you as a legislator for Erie County become aware that natural gas was the new enemy? Uh, well, I've been hearing about this rumbling for about six to seven months, and I figured, oh, this has got to be not that. Now, this has got to be a, a joke. Uh, you know, I, I don't think this is going to cross my desk. Lo and behold, three and a half, four months ago, I'm starting to see legislation that's being drawn up to be uh, put in front of as a bill to our governor. And I, I'm thinking this is really happening. So we went from, de- you know, we, we went another level on DEFCOM. Um, th- this is a serious matter. Uh, another thing we got to talk about, too, is when you cut off natural gas and you need to have appliances, you're going to go in your own pocket. I don't hear that the state is going to buy you a new electric range, purchase you an electric dryer. It's not even the cost of the appliance that you have to go in your own pocket when we already have high inflation. Then you have to get an electrician to come in and run a special 220 line to these appliances. That's a few thousand dollars. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have enough power in enough room in your power box. You have to upgrade your fuse panel, let alone every household most likely will have to do this. Tell me how the grid is going to handle this. It is an utter joke. You raise a great point, Frank, because we what do we hear every single summer here in western New York when we have the 90 and 93 degree days? Uh, energy officials expect a record use of energy, and they're asking people to cut down on electric consumption during the peak demand hours. So as you've just pointed out, if our electrical grid 
cannot handle the appliances we have hooked up to it right now. How in the name of Porky Pig is it going to handle, I don't know where that came from, uh, how is it going to handle all the EVs, all of the ranges, all of the heating needs, all based on electricity? It is, it, 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 it's like, the, the way I describe it, Frank, I feel like we're in a little canoe in the Niagara River. We're past the deadline. The rapids are ahead. We can see the mist from the falls, and we just continue right. on our merry way. That's right, yes. And uh, then, then uh, they took your oars away, too. Yeah, yeah they did. So, huh. so yeah, this, it's, it, this is a, a very big concern. And, um, you know, I, I want to say that uh, – a few of us elected officials will be speaking on this tomorrow uh, on Thursday evening uh, at the VFW uh, Weber post for the 1791 society. Um, it's going to be in Lackawanna at, uh, give me one moment here. Actually, it's going to be at 2909 South Park Avenue in Lackawanna, three blocks uh, from the Basilica. Yeah, it's it a- is open to the public. I really think that those that want to pay attention to what's going on and be part of the conversation, please stop on down. They're doing a great job making sure that they're holding our governor accountable. Us elected officials, uh, we're more than welcome to come in there. We're going to speak on this. We have Senate Minority Leader Robert Ort, uh, myself, uh, our new county legislator, Jim Melcheski, will be also there. And uh, I think there's going to be a few more elected officials that still yet have to uh, 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 let them know that they're coming, but they're, it's up in the air right now. Well, that's uh, a good conversation. That's very important. And people, I'm a member of the 1791 Society, so people can go to the 1791 Society's Facebook page and uh, get information about uh, the meeting, uh, the Weber VFW post where their meetings typically are. And what kind of information are you and the other officials going to present on this uh, cockamamie idea to replace natural gas with electric appliances that we can't even power because we don't have the grid for it. Well, our, our Senate leader there, uh, he is uh, obviously at the state level. He's in the trenches. He knows every detail that's going on. He hears rumblings, and he's he's got answers. So uh, I don't know everything. I'm human. Um, there's some questions I even have for him that are a little bit more deeper in the weeds, and I'm sure he's got the answer. So Thursday night's the, the time I'm going to ask those for, to him. But... Um, we have a we have a major concern here in this state. You know, it's one party rule, and this is the this is the outcome of that. For you know, we always talk about getting out and getting your vote. This is what happens if you don't vote. This is clearly what happens. Um, you know, I also want to bring something up, Tom. Do I have a minute here? To, uh, actually, uh, let me please? let me take let me take a break, uh, and then we're going to get back to you. Talking about this war on uh, natural gas, and uh, Frank, you wanted to get some information out, but I had to break for traffic, and I'm a prisoner of the clock. What do you have? Uh, one thing uh, I, do, I have to make a correction: it is not Thursday night at the for the 1791 Society. It's going to be tomorrow night, Wednesday evening, January 18th. Tomorrow evening is when we will have it. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, just this past Thursday, the another concern that I want to bring up. Uh, the news was there, and of course the media didn't want to run it, but it's it's an important question. I think there's a little hanky-panky going on here between the state and the Buffalo Bills, and I mean this uh, with all due respect. I love my Buffalo Bills, but 
And when it's taxpayers' funds, that's my priority. So I brought up a concern that I'm hearing uh, in their design for the new stadium, they want to have natural grass. With the natural grass, it's going to be heated. So if you put a timeline together, when I'm, I'm hearing about the plants, they're going to use natural, gra- natural gas to heat that field. I asked the question, the ribbon cutting is supposed to be first quarter of March of 2026. The ban is supposed to be 2025. So I raised the question to the attorneys of the Buffalo Bills, how can this be that you're going to use natural gas when indeed there's going to be a moratorium that all commercial and residents no longer are allowed to have it in their plans on new builds? Did they get a hall pass? No answer. Um, very interesting. Frank, is this uh, is this ban on new natural gas hookups, um, is it signed into law or is it pending legislation? What exactly is its status? It's, it's uh, pending. It's uh, being worked on. It's uh, ready to almost uh, get to the point where she can review it, our, our governor can uh, review it and uh, sign off on it. Um, she's going to have the votes for it, which is uh, scary. Again, one party rule. But uh, Frank, I, I, I just I, I have to get back to two things that are very, very important. Number one, we saw within the past couple of weeks, we saw what happened when the electrical system goes down in the middle of winter. People suffer and people literally die. This would be a death sentence to an untold number of people who live in New York State, number one. Number two, which actually should be number one, the capacity for electricity production is simply not there. The grid cannot handle it. And they want to additionally tax something that is already taxed to the max and outdated. Common sense. We're lacking common sense in downstate New York legislation government. It's not making any sense. I'd rather listen to a plan that's going to take money and invest into our grid and start putting all new wires underground. Um, That's what I like to see. Invest in your infrastructure, number one. Then you can phase into a plan that's safer and you can tell your constituents and your your taxpayers, this is the plan. We're going to invest. We're going to be sure that we have an abundance, that uh, electrical load will be not an issue. We're going to make sure all new lines and anything in the future will go underground. So it'll alleviate trees falling on them and knocking out, you know, blocks at a time. And. That's what I want to hear. Give me a plan that makes sense. It's not happening. They're going backwards. No, this is this is just it's it's beyond it's just beyond crazy. Uh, Frank, I uh, I want to thank you very much uh, for joining us. Um, have a good time at your speech uh, tomorrow night, along with the other politicians. And I'd like to get you on um, for greater detail on this. And frankly, I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, National Fuel Gas, uh, I, I texted their people. They've not gotten back with me. One would think they'd want to defend their industry. You know what? Don't take that personal. I am sure that they're 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 scared. If they open their mouth, uh, let's 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 be honest. They they uh, they'll lose some funding on some project that they need. That's uh, that's our government. 
and uh, it's got to stop. Yeah, it's not the United States uh, into which I was born. I'll tell you that much, Frank. No. Uh, right. Thank you. I mean, it, it, that, I mean that, that kind of thinking is more in touch with uh, Stalinist Russia or Maoist China than the United States. It's kind of freaky. It's like you can't say anything about the vaccine because then if you're a doctor, you're no longer a doctor held in high repute. Um, thank you, Frank. I, I appreciate you uh, joining us very much. We'll talk soon. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. And uh, you, I, I think you should take me to dinner with Felix at some point very soon. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, talking about uh, Fornonopoly, uh, by the way. And Felix was one of the guys who was with us on the uh, movie, uh, as well as, uh, as well as his sons. Uh, Twenty after five. Yeah, this, this whole natural gas thing is, it's so scary and it's so, it's so freaky and. If National Fuel Gas cannot publicly comment because they're worried they're going to lose some funds, they're, they're not going to have any funds if this whole thing goes through. I cannot believe National Fuel is just going to sit back and, and let New York State destroy it. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. All right, welcome, friends. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. So the funny thing is, is uh, I, I wanted Frank Todaro on to talk about the labor shortage. And, uh, you know, he told us about contacting the International Institute, getting hooked up with this fellow from Burma. And I know quite a few of the Burmese uh, in the area who work very, very hard um, like it's it's amazing watching them work. It's like, wow, okay. Uh, also have heard great things about the refugees from uh, Somalia being very um, hardworking uh, folks. Like maybe we Americans could learn a little something there. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I want to take more calls here on the this, this natural the war on natural gas. And just really, really quickly, I I would like you to tell me how it could ever be that you have a state where the electric grid in this entire country, but the, the electrical grid that we have can barely support what we're plugging into it now. So if we're going to add all of these electric heat pumps, all of these electric uh, heating products of different designs because what the heat pumps die after 32 degrees gets colder than that they're no good gee that makes sense for buffalo how, how are we going to plug in all of these electrical vehicles how are we going to plug in all of these electric stoves and ranges how are we going to add any more load to a system that is already overloaded number one number two the blizzard of 22 your standby generator let's say you've got a natural gas standby generator is that going to be rendered useless by by this legislation? What if you wanted to get one in the future? What what are you going to use as a power source for your standby generator? Solar panels? I mean, really? Uh, this this to me. See, I don't mean to be melodramatic here or to use hyperbole, but the government of New York State is messing with our lives, and it doesn't matter. If you're a right-wing conservative or a left-wing liberal, we all freeze to death. We all freeze to death. We all need to stay warm. And we just saw, we just saw over 40 people die in the blizzard of 22. And some of those people died in their own homes for lack of warmth. 
So what do we do when everything, cooking, heating, everything is based on electric? It's really, really scary. You know, I had a natural gas fireplace installed in my home uh, back in March by our friends at aaatimberline.com, uh, hashtag ad. And I want to tell you something. If my furnace went down, that fireplace would keep me alive on the coldest of winter nights. I like that. And I think that people in the future shouldn't be prohibited from having a natural gas fireplace installed as their home, maybe as a decorative thing, or maybe because it's an adjunct heating source for when electric doesn't work. Um, this, this, is, this whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make any sense to you? Now, I know that some of the foreign companies are in control of some of our utilities, all right, to get that. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I don't understand why National Fuel Gas has gone dark on this issue. Where is, I mean, if somebody was going after the radio industry, you think we would just go down without a fight? We'd be fighting it every step of the way. But National Fuel Gas, where are you? How come you aren't informing people? How come you aren't protesting this? Are you afraid you're going to get shut out of big money state products uh, projects? And how long are those state projects going to last anyway when you've got no business anymore? Because gradually you'll be put out of business. Or is it all about get what you can while the getting's good and screw the future? 803-0930. Let's go to uh, Mike on a cell phone. Mike, thank you very much for holding. You're on WBEN with your thoughts, sir. Oh, thanks for taking my call, Tom. So I've got a, a couple uh, points to add regarding, um, you know, your blizzard, all electric, etc. So these people are all for the environment. Well, a lot of the people who lost their power had pipes burst because they had a gas, you know, boiler. So when that happens, uh, your pipes burst in several areas, usually at uh, the joints where the copper unions are. So what happens is the land filled with carpets wood is wet wood is rotted drywall is damaged you need gas-powered vehicles to have the contractor go to the houses and do the repairs so all of this idiocracy regarding electric makes no sense it actually does more damage to the environment so therefore we already know they're lying about why they're doing it we burn coal to produce electricity right well they're against coal so if, if you think about it there, there's there's far more going on. It has nothing to do with the environment. It has to do with control. I don't have an electric vehicle. I live in Elma. When we know there's a storm coming, we put the furnace up, gas-powered furnace, of course, because it's clean, or it used to be. I, I, I know that it's dirty now. Gas, gas is dirty. Oh, yeah. It went from being clean and energy efficient to being satanic. Yeah, but we have a wood-burning stove also, so we get that thing fired up. So in case anything happens, you know, we're good, we're warm. It's just called planning. And if they're going to go all electric, aren't there laws against monopolies? Because if you don't have any choice and it's only an electric company that's providing service, you know, that's monopoly right there. So everybody's argument stinks. And when you talk about the – I was a, I don't even lost count. Is it 44 people that have perished because of the blizzard, because of our fine politicians all standing up there congratulating themselves on a job well done? They have no snowmobiles. 
inflates to get people out of cars, check on elderly, whatever. They have, they're have they unprepared. Our government officials, the vast majority, I'm not going to say all because I want to be somewhat fair, the vast majority have zero experience doing anything. And Kathy Hochul, how many billions of trees were cut down because of her phone book company? And all those phone books that nobody uses anymore are still forced upon you. We have to drive to get them to the, uh, you know, the landfill of the recycling plant. Are, are you, are you sure? Plastic bags. Forgive my stupidity, but are you sure you're not confusing her with Jane Corwin? Uh, I thought she was involved with it too. Uh, I, I would have to check, but I, I think I think you might be uh, you might have your you might have your politicians wrong, but I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and yell at you for that. Um, not my place. Okay. But thank you, thank you, sir, very much uh, for the phone call. I appreciate that. Alright, thanks. Thank you, uh, kindly. 803-0930. This um, natural gas situation, folks, it is huge, alright? Um, this radio station and the people who are very prominent at this radio station, we are very aware of how huge this issue is to you. And this is another one of those hills that I'm willing to die on. And you know what? We did get some good news a few days ago that they are shelving the plan to put the wind turbines in Lake Erie. I'd like to think that part of that was because of this radio show generating opposition to it. But make no mistake, talk radio cannot change the world. And I have no idea what ex what effect this show had on making sure those turbines, for now, stay out of Lake Erie. But remember, the operative words here are for now, because... There's going to come a time when Jim Hanley isn't around, when Sharon Trembeth is not around, when I am not around. And they, believe me, they'll be back. They're persistent, if nothing else. But this whole natural gas is evil and no more new hookups thing. We've got to take a stand and we've got to do it now. And I, I really do believe it's a matter of life and death. Where are the lawsuits? Where, where are the lawsuits to stop this? Every single time a law goes into effect in New York State and somebody says it's unconstitutional, uh, New York State fights it with everything they've got in every court venue they possibly can use. Where are the lawsuits against New York State for this? Where? And as far as monopolies go, I believe when you have a monopoly public utility situation, that is why we have the Public Service Commission. They're supposed to look out for us. Uh, we might have a public uh, interest lawyer who knows a little bit more about that than I do. Here's Tim in uh, Amherst on WBEN. Tim, you are on. Hello. Hi. I just want to mention, I just got approved to go to school for HVAC, heating, air conditioning, and I believe that heating is run by gas. Um, so I'm confused that New York State actually paid me to go to school. Wait, they're paying you? You're not paying tuition. They're paying you a stipend to go to school? For this, yes. Uh, I don't know, maybe they plan on hiring you to work at the stadium to keep the turf warm. <laughs> I, I'm confused. I'm totally confused on this. Uh, that That's a really good point. Um, would you send me an email so I can put that in my back pocket as a question to ask somebody when we get into this in greater detail? If natural gas is bad, how come you're giving Tim a stipend to go to school to learn how to use it? And I was going to say, not just me, but a bunch of people um, are going. Uh, 
Wow. Okay. That 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 that's very interesting information. I don't know what to do with it right now, except ask you to email it to me so I can put it in my back pocket, my quiver of information. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you uh, kindly for the uh, phone call. Yeah. Uh, somebody else sent me an email today detailing like the history of um, natural gas in New York State and the history of going back to the Clinton administration of banning certain things and the involvement of uh, the People's Republic of China in our energy situation in this country. Um, I, again, I don't mean to be fatalistic, but things look pretty grim. You know what? It's like it's like our country and our state are being are being governed by somebody like Forrest Gump except somebody who's not as lucky as Forrest Gump. Stupid is as stupid does. It's what my mama always said. Let's go to uh, Tom and Tonawanda on WBEN. Tomas, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, Tom, with their legislation, they can always push these issues and they can make them happen, just like they're going to do it with the, uh, the fossil fuel for uh, cars and things. What they're going to do is just push more and more electric vehicles. Well, they've mandated that the... Uh, Manufacturers already have uh, an amount of cars that they have to produce that are electric only. So what they're going to do is they're going to they can they're they're going to make it happen so easily because what they'll do is force these cars out there. People will be using less fossil fuel. The price of that is going to have to go up because all these gas companies and what have you they have a cost of operation whether they're selling you know one gallon or hundreds of millions of gallons, it's going to be the same. You ever consider the idea that uh, the 20th century began with a conversion from horses to uh, the horseless carriage, and in 2023 it might actually make sense to start thinking about a horse for future transportation? Yeah, really. I'm not even kidding. The natural gas thing is is they're going to basically do the same thing with it. The cost to get it or have it delivered to your home will be uh, crazy because um, you know less and less of it's going to be used. So the cost for the gas companies to produce, right? You know, the cost is still there. Right, in- indeed, and obviously uh, you save money when you get something in bulk and in volume. And if you don't need the bulk or volume you used to need, the rest of us are going to have to uh, pay more for what is extracted. Gotcha. Thank, thank That's you very much, it's, Tom. It's, it's all the backwards thinking of this here. Uh, at New York uh, State. No, it's it, it it's beyond belief. Um, thank you very much. And you know, I, I've gotten to the point. I posted something um, on Friday night, I think, and I got to re. I really liked it, but I got to rewrite it because it was good, but I think it can be great about the fact that I, I just, I, I honestly, folks, I don't see any alternative at this point, but a divorce between myself and New York State, because honestly, this state, and I hate to say this, but it is becoming. In some ways, it's already unlivable for me, and in other ways, I see that very soon it will be totally unlivable for me, and it's never going to change. And I, I've gotten to the point where I, I literally, I, I cannot deal with it anymore. And I, I hate to say that, but I can't. My family's been here parts of it since the 1820s, but I can't, I can't do this anymore. It, it's, it's too crazy. It's just, it makes no sense. You know, earlier we brought up the idea of refugees, people who basically were chased out of their home country 
and basically it would be too dangerous for them to stick around. And if you think about it, for some of us, it's kind of becoming like that with us and New York State. How in the world can you put your family's lives in danger by living in a climate like this and being denied a new natural gas hookup as an adjunct heating source or wood burning or propane? Like it's electric or nothing. How can you justify putting your family at risk like that? This is not a question of political gamesmanship. It really is a matter of life and death. And you got to take this seriously. Let's go to uh, Bill in uh, Buffalo. Bill, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, I just wanted to talk about reliability. When we were going through the snowstorm, how many hundreds and thousands of people did you hear about that were without electric? And for how many days? Did anybody hear anything about gas? Was there 10, 20, 100 people? Were, were there anybody? Mm, I, I don't recall hearing about anybody. It doesn't mean there wasn't anybody, but it certainly wasn't on the scale of electric. If it, if it I don't think I, I don't think there. I heard the I don't think I heard the words National Fuel is working on restoring service once during the blizzard. Right. I mean that's my point. If if you're talking about reliability, I don't think you've ever heard of an issue from National Fuel uh, as far as reliability. Their pipes are underground. It's not a situation that you have to worry about the storm blowing it out, uh, you, you know, and, and knocking the wires down or knocking the pipes down. So why are we chasing this electric dream when we know that there's so many problems from it? And the research that I, I've done, the grid in this area cannot handle what they're trying to throw at it. And Hochul is so blind and doesn't want to see. I love it when you confront her with facts and there's news reporters that confront her. Oh, I don't need those facts. I just make up my own. Well, it's ironic because in 1901, we had the Pan American Exposition in Buffalo, which showcased electric power. It was a big deal. You could see the Pan American from Niagara Falls. Um, Obviously, I can't get into the history of that, but it was was quite an amazing sight. But it's uh, it's very disturbing, sir, to say the least. Um, Anything else you wanted to add to that? No, just the reliability alone should be something that we should all be looking into and researching and saying, why are we pushing so much electric when we know how many hundreds and thousands of people are losing it? And it could be just a normal windstorm. It doesn't have to be a blizzard. <laughs> Excellent point, we sir. We have people that are losing it, but you're not hearing about people losing gas due well, to a windstorm or anything. Well, think back to the October surprise storm of 2006. Um, many more people were out of power for a longer period of time. Fortunately, the weather had moderated after that snowfall, but uh, that was pretty uh, pretty devastating. Thank you very much, uh I appreciate hearing from you. Um, Hey, guys, if you have any uh, secret magical handshake about the electrical grid or natural gas or anything and you want to shoot me an email with information you think I ought to know, um, my email address is tom at wben.com, tom at wben.com. I, I would personally uh, appreciate um, you know, as much information as I can without being overwhelmed. Uh, but we're not going to let this topic go. Um, this is too this is too serious. And I don't mean to overstate this, but it really is life or death. You know, some midnight in the year 2032, I don't want to picture you around your electric fireplace trying to get heat in the middle of a blizzard, but you're not getting any heat. And, oh, yeah, you don't have access to anything natural gas, so you better get used to sleeping and living in 10-degree temperatures with your pipes breaking all around you. It's, it's insane.
It, it, it's dangerous and it's insane. This is like Charles Manson. Um, I mean, this this just this just nuts. 